Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Chapter 3, Episode 4 of the Building from the Bottom podcast. Today, we have Lucy Colangelo with us, absolute master when it comes to getting clarity in your life. Lucy, over to you. Give me, who are you? Who is Lucy Colangelo in one minute? Hi, Gareth. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Who is Lucy? Lucy is all about mindset, clarity, and taking action in your life. So I have been a marketing and communications expert for the last 20 years, working in corporate environment, as well as working with small business owners and entrepreneurs. And over the last few years, especially, what I've found is people need clarity and they need support in terms of their mindset. And I developed a method called the Shine On Method for getting that mindset adjustment, getting clear, taking action. That's what I'm all about. I love creating those breakthroughs for people. Um, And yeah, I just love hearing about all the new amazing things that they get up to once they've completed a Shine On Clarity Map. It's just amazing. Totally, totally what my life's all about. That's who Lucy's all about. That's awesome. And you're just over a minute there, about five seconds over, but I'll I'll give you the benefit of the doubt for that one. (laughs) I maybe needed a counter. (laughs) So where did this whole journey of getting to clarity and starting a company, where, where did that all begin for you? I think I've always been entrepreneurial. I think that my personality is a very curious personality. So I always look at the why of things. Um, So I was a typical, typical person up until I would say things changed for me when I became a mother. Yeah. So I mean, that's, a t- that's probably an answer that's predictable for a lot of people. Mm. Uh, becoming a parent changes you. But it was more than that. Like my life changed, not just emotionally, but also logistically and otherwise, my employment situation changed. Um, in Ca- I'm from Canada. So in Canada, we have one year maternity leave. Mm. So I had my son in 2007. and. I was off of work for a year. I went back to work and then had my daughter in 2009 and went off of work for another year. So then in 2010, uh, my whole world was different. I was the mother of two children and I was looking at how things are and my employment situation changed because my company had been acquired by another company. It became this whole thing. And I found myself free to be entrepreneurial, free to be with my kids. And I see a lot of potential and possibility in the world all the time. And I knew that my life was going to be about, I I knew that I had to forge a new way of living. And I wasn't afraid to figure out, hey, what's it like in the 2010s, to figure out how to make a living. How am I going to build something in my life? How am I going to earn an income for my family to support myself? And how am I going to serve other people? And, you know, this is right 
in the middle of social media blowing up, Facebook, Twitter, they were the big deal at the time, right? And I was so enlivened and inspired by the power that connection brings. I could talk to anyone in the world. I could meet people and hear what they have to say on any given day. Like the connection was powerful and I was inspired by that. But what I started to see in my work when, I, so at the same time, I started this freelance consulting business, yeah. supporting people with their communications. And I found they didn't have a story. I found they weren't clear in who they were and how they landed in, in their own entrepreneurship and self-employment. And the confidence wasn't there. And I was like, well, maybe it's not the confidence because they seem to be really, they're risk takers. They're taking, they're putting it all on the line. Entrepreneurs put everything on the line. Yeah. They believe they can make a living determined by their skills. Yeah. Right. So nobody risks it like entrepreneurs do. That's just my belief. <laughs> I challenge someone to try to prove otherwise to me, but you're really risking a lot when you say, Hey, my livelihood, I'm staking it on my skills, on what I can do, what I can generate and, and create. And I was working with people that didn't have that clarity and they were in business and they had employees and they had all kinds of responsibilities to look after. And so it took me on this journey of, like I was exploring and getting curious about why, what happens to people? Like, how do you get clear? What, what is confidence about? How do they find that? How do they discover that? And what I found was the people whose personalities are more curious, the people that are willing to take a look at themselves and ask some deep questions. They're simple questions, but they can drive really deep. Um, Gareth, you know, you've done a clarity map before with me. So uh, we've talked about that. You think you know the answers until you really sit with the questions, right? And get curious. And more specifically than just getting curious about what's possible for you, it's your, it's your worldview and your outlook on things. Yeah. How do you see things? How do you understand the world? What's going on around you? And how do you fit into all of that? Uh, really powerful step. And so over the last few years, it's, we're recording this in 2019. So over the last few, like three years or so, uh, since about 2016, my narrative, my conversation with entrepreneurs and small business owners changed. Yeah. And I started to decide I can't work with you unless you're clear. I used to say that all the time. It used to just roll off. I can't do this work. I can't write content, do social media planning, post things. If you don't know your story, if you don't know yourself, if you're not clear about why people should do business with you. And so that took me down a an interesting journey because the entrepreneurs, the clients that I had that were really willing to take a look at these things, they were all in. It was ask me anything. Yeah. And then I, I quickly realized I need a structure for this. I need to create an experience for them. That is, I wanted it to be scripted so that it could be predictable so that they could replicate it for themselves so that they wouldn't be dependent on me to create the clarity in their life and in their leadership 
in their businesses. Like I wanted them to be armed and tooled up and capable on their own. So that's where Shine On came from. I named it. I gave, I called it a method. I put a structure in place with the seven questions and the 14 exercises. And in 2018, I went out there doing that work. Yeah. So uh, that was really powerful. A lot of transformations, a lot of, lot of things shifting for my clients. And then now in January, 2019, the, the narrative shifted once more and it became an even broader concept. And what happened was my clients, they didn't, they, they started to get the benefit of clarity mapping. They started to get the clarity and their mindset would shift. And then they started to share with me that they wanted me to work with their kids. And typically their kids were young adults or teenagers. And I started thinking, I don't know how to do what I do with teenagers and students. Like, you know, it was a really interesting journey. That's what's brought me here to this place now where I'm doing clarity mapping with anyone, opening up that experience and then still providing clarity mapping in business so that I can support people's business development. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the story of how we came to be where we are now. Yeah. And that's a really interesting perspective to hear that when you had children that really shifted the way that your mind was and the way that your mindset was not only on business, but also on the whole of your life. So before you had your kids, before, well, b before you got to where you are now, mm -hmm. say when you were a young adult and, and you were, say, in your teen years, did you ever know or try anything that was entrepreneurial in any way? Like, I don't know, going to uh, a, a garage sale? Uh, no garage sales. No, none of that. But I did try several different sales positions. Uh, I had many, many jobs, many. I, it wasn't, it was my curiosity that led me to have those experiences. I would take on as many employment experiences as possible. And yeah. when I got laid off from one or when like where I live, I live in the Niagara region. Uh, so I think a lot of people are familiar with Niagara Falls. So I live very close. I'm 20 minutes away from the magnificent, most gorgeous thing ever. I love Niagara Falls. Millions and millions of tourists come every year. There's between, I think, 17 and 18 million tourists come to Niagara every summer. Yeah. So a lot of employment opportunities, but seasonal. So they'd come and go. And then you'd go and go to school and make that work. So I had a lot of different employment opportunities and a lot of different experiences with different business owners and being exposed to their mindset and the things that they would teach me and share with me is what kind of spurred me on to have a certain perspective on the world. And yeah. I always grew up feeling like, in Canada, the opportunity in this country to just create something and go into business for yourself. I really cherish that. I think that's powerful and valuable because it connects to, it, it just gives a person this freedom 
that I don't think anything else can do that. Like, it's just so powerful. So I was always drawn to entrepreneurs. I was always drawn to self-employed people. I thought that was really cool. I tried sales jobs. I wasn't, I had really interesting sales. I'm great with people. Awesome. Not my thing. Yeah. Like door-to-door sales doing, oh my gosh, like telemarketing sales, like all kinds of stuff. Um, it's, you're just making me remember this time I worked for a duct cleaning service. But anyway, like there's, there's all kinds of jobs. I, I encourage anyone to just try as many things as possible. Get your head around what, how things work really in business. The only way to do that is to work in it and immerse yourself and be around it. So I know that people really um, feel that going for the education piece is powerful. I have a university degree. I am proud of the work I did there to get that degree. Absolutely. But nothing has illuminated my understanding of the world and how things are and how things work than being on the job and trying things. Yeah, that totally you know? makes sense. I've so also- that's, that's me, the young woman before family and everything, curious, going for it. That, that was me. Yeah, uh, I totally get that. I was, and I, I kind of still am the same, trying lots of different things, seeing what sticks, what I enjoy, what I don't enjoy. Mm-hmm. Have you ever... Or, or were your family or any family members of yours ever in the entrepreneurial, well, starting an entre- entrepreneurial venture? No, I didn't grow up with anybody around me in business. Oh, wow. What, no, everybody had a job. Everybody was employed by somebody. My background is that my parents are immigrants from Poland. Oh, wow. So I'm, yeah. So I'm first generation Canadian. My first language is Polish, not English. And my experience in Canada is largely influenced by the fact that my parents are immigrants. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So did you ever, from friends, family members, when you first started out with your own entrepreneurial venture, I think you said you were a freelancer. Did you ever get any comments from them? Were, were they supportive or were they quite harsh and brash and told you, told you to stop and just get a normal, do- normal job? Uh, two camps. People fall in two camps in my world. Um, it's, it's kind of funny and cute. It'll be the, that, that'll never work. Go get a job. Yeah. It's typical. Um, and the other one is like, well, it's Lucy. So she's going to do what she's going to do anyway. So let's see how this goes. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if that's supportive. It's just like, oh, we'll sit back and watch and see what you do next. Like they're watching a show. <laughs> to be honest, I'll probably say that's quite supportive. I mean, I've had some, some stories from people. Uh-huh haven't been very supportive and have just uh, as you mentioned told them to just go and get a job so right. that's super interesting to hear that so how did you find it if you said that your family is from poland did uh-huh. you ever get people in like school and things um saying anything because of that fact that your family is from poland um 
everything that I experienced growing up had to do with cultural differences. Just my parents didn't grow up in this country, so they didn't understand a lot of the social dynamics of things that went on. Just typical things that people take for granted, but just the way that, you know, families will throw birthday parties for their kids and invite kids over and do the sleepover thing. My parents were like, you're not sleeping in someone else's house. Like that was just the most ridiculous idea ever. So there's things like that. They just didn't get it. They didn't grow up here. They don't understand the culture of things. So we, so that probably heightens my sensitivity Hmm. to how people define how they live because I don't take for granted that this is designed. I'm, if I'm nothing, I mean, I talk about mindset and clarity and taking action, but if you were to sum all that up, I believe in designing your life intentionally, intentionally designing your life. And so I have a sensitivity of how I observe how people live and do things. And so I'll look through it and say, Oh, that's a cultural thing. And being in Canada, we're a multicultural country. There's all kinds of faiths that are practiced here and different races and creeds. Like it's just, it's beautiful mix of people. And um, my lens is different for how I see that we have so much in common. Yeah, I totally get that. And it's definitely great that you have that outlook on life because a lot of people go through life expecting life to happen to them as opposed to them actually taking control for every action and every decision that happens in their life. So really going back to that point about what you said about growing up in, in school and you having those differences, did you ever struggle to make friends and really build relationships with the people in, for example, your classes at school um, because of that fact? Oh yeah. So I was good up until we moved. We moved when I was 10 years old. And that was like, that was probably for my little 10 year old brain, probably one of the most traumatic experiences of my life. We left every, we left everything I knew. We we moved up the street, but we moved, we moved quite a far away where I could not maintain any of my connections with my friends. So I had to start completely fresh at 10 years old, making friends. And, um, it, it all worked out, Gareth. It's all good. I made friends. I had a great time doing it. Um, but that grade five, I remember. I remember how hard that was. So, uh, uh, well, as you said, you remember how, how hard that was. So how did you react? And uh, I don't know if you remember because of how long ago it was, but can you remember back to what you felt in that moment and what your mindset was like? I can absolutely share it with you. And it, what's really interesting about this question that, that, that this talk our interview here today has taken us to this question is that it's very, my answer has a lot to do with what I do now. Oh, wow. So I'll tell you what that's all about. So how I handled the move was not well. And I was very upset and I was very much, um, I wasn't antisocial, but I wasn't connecting with anyone in the class. Yeah. So I, I didn't make any friends the first few months. And so 
what I did, if I was to look back and, and observe myself in that experience, I know I isolated myself. I know I chose to check out. Yeah. I know I chose not to try to make friends because I was still too angry about the move and losing connection with my actual friends that I had been with for 10 years. Right. So, and it's powerful because I'm looking back and thinking about it. And I remember how that felt. And I remember having the realization that it's not worth it to hide. It's not worth it to just check out that nothing is to be gained from that. And that I'm not really living my best life and being myself fully. If I'm going to choose to isolate myself and check out. Yeah. So I remember a critical moment in school. It was my teacher actually calling me a loner. Wow. That, yeah, that happened. <laughs> and actually she wrote it in my report card to my parents. So my, when I went home, my mom didn't know what the word meant. So she made me look it up in the dictionary. <laughs> so this is what it was. This is my experience. And I went home, I went back to school and I was thinking, oh my gosh, I have no friends. And it just made me, I started to cry. And I have, my classmates came to console me and they were all like, you're not, you're not a loner. We're friends with you. And I'm like, no, you're not. I don't know you. You don't know me. And I remember in the hallway outside my locker, having a cry and having all these friends be supportive. And, and that was the start of forging new friendships with the kids in the class. Because the kids actually had my back and told the teacher, she's not a loner. She's just quiet. Can you imagine someone thinking I'm quiet? Yeah. <laughs> Life has come a long way since then. I think I've come a long way. I've come a long way. Yeah. <laughs> so, as you've mentioned, in that moment, it was extremely difficult for you. Obviously, I think you'd handle a situation like that a lot, lot better now. So, was this like an overnight thing when the teacher said that you were alone and those friends came to console you? you just instantly reacted differently to those type of situations or was it like a, a thing that has took lots and lots of years to build up and lots of persistence and hard work and grit to get to where you currently are in regards to your mindset and how you deal with those tough situations? Um, the t that was an, in an instant switch flipped. Yeah. Yeah. Like I realized that the way that I was being wasn't worth it. Yeah. There was no payoff there to isolate myself is what I'm saying. And so now in, in my life now, that's really important because of the work I do with shine on and with clarity mapping and with trying to support people with how they generate their mindset for their lives. Hmm. I'm huge on connecting with them in a way where they get that it's not worth it to check out. You yeah. don't get to throw in the towel. You don't get to give up. You don't, there's nothing to be gained from playing small and feeling and choosing like your life is insignificant or meaningless. You know, there's nothing, there's nothing there uh, to hold on to. So it's not worth it. So the better thing to do is to get curious, get into your life, explore, discover, what enlivens and inspires you, what makes you feel really alive and truly yourself and just get on with it because it's going to change. It's constantly going to change. So 
moving was just a change I had to go through. That's so, so we moved. So I got over it. So I'll make new friends. So I did. Right. And then now in my life, I feel like I welcome anyone into my life. I love people. I'm totally cool with meeting new people. I love that you and I met and you're on the other side of the planet. It's so cool. Yeah, it's actually crazy, like how we met through LinkedIn uh, and you're literally across the globe. So if there's someone that's listening to this podcast right now and they're going through a hard time, whether that's in their personal life or in their business life, or maybe even both, how would you suggest that they start to tackle this struggle that they're going through in order to get out of that rough cloud and into the sunlight? Well, the first thing I would say is that they're not alone. Yeah. Whoever's out there, I want you to know you are not alone. And the people that you think that they have it all together and figured out, they're just like you. We're all figuring it out. We're all at whatever stage we're at. We're all on our own journeys. We're figuring it out. Um, I have a mindset exercise that I offer off of my website. So there's a quick little exercise that can help to shift that energy for you. Uh, and it's available off of my website. Can, is it okay if I say the link? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll put it down below as well. In- okay, awesome. So lucycolangelo.com is where you can find the link. It's on the homepage. And I believe the actual direct link is lucycolangelo.com forward slash mindset. Yeah. And there's a nice little freebie there that it takes a look at your mindset and helps like helps to shift it there's there's the starting point i've done a lot of soul searching a lot of meditation some deep work to say well what starts it what triggers the shift what needs to happen to shift so if there's someone struggling what's the first thing to do so what I've got up on my website, that little freebie that's available to anyone um, is my best attempt at saying, hey, try this. Yeah. And I invite anyone to do that. Try, try it and check in with me, message me. I'd love to hear how it works out. So going back to that point where you just want to help people and you want to change their life, you want to help them either either get better at where they currently are or just help them get through a struggle that they're currently facing. How would you approach someone if you knew a friend or a family member was going through some struggles in their life? It's tough. It depends on how, like, is it personal struggles or is it in their career and in their business? Like, where dial me in is it personal so say both because mm-hmm. I know from my personal experience that oftentimes in business if mm-hmm. things aren't going that great or you're going through a tough time um it can and the, the impact of it can seep into the personal life right well so yeah it's really important to make sure that a person feels supported feels heard, right? So uh, making sure that you're telling them that you understand what they're going through and 
saying that you're not alone, like I've said before, and really support, like encouraging them not to isolate themselves. Mm. Make sure that there's connection with others, that there's a support system, that they're, that they're still in conversation with their loved ones and their friends. And, and don't just don't allow them to drift off into isolation. Yeah. Because that's a really lonely space. Like I really love being alone. That's different. I love being with myself. I'm alone a lot because I'm in my head. I write my content. I do my thing. I'm happy when I'm, I've got a nice split between having Lucy time and then being with people. That's different than isolating yourself, pulling out of society, checking out, not being productive, not being connected, not contributing. That's an issue. So really showing up for the people that we love and care about is about paying attention to those things and pulling them towards that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So back to that point on mindset, Mm -hmm. if you had to describe to someone why on earth would they go into personal development? Like what's the actual point? If someone came up to you and said, said exactly that um how how would you approach that because obviously there are people out there that don't really see the benefit in working on themselves and developing themselves so what are the benefits they're just giving they're (laughs) i just feel like if that's your mindset there's something that you're afraid of looking at and you're doing yourself a tremendous disservice like I cannot, I don't know how to convey it with my heart on a podcast recording that there is greatness inside of everyone. It needs to come out. It needs to shine on in the world. And if a person is resistant or reluctant, it's because they're afraid of something. It's, a, it's about that confronting of their belief systems, what they know, uh, what they hold to be true. And that's a disservice to yourself. Like you can feel and think however you want to feel and think, but don't you want to be sure? Because otherwise you're missing out. There's things that you're missing out on if you're not working on yourself. And the hardest work that there is to do is on ourselves. Yeah. You know, so it's not easy work. It's just an invitation into the work. Doesn't mean we have no clue how you're going to come out the other end, but we believe that you're going to come out the other end improved and supported and with a fresh perspective, something that's going to serve you well. So I just feel like people need to take a chance on themselves. They need to believe in themselves. They should, they should feel themselves worthy of that experience. They should be saying, I deserve this experience. I deserve uh, the privilege, the time, the effort, the energy to work on myself. I deserve that much. Yeah. That's That's where the real transformation lies. When you decide that you're worthy. Yeah. That you can commit to that. Yeah. I mean, you've got to be selfish to be selfless, haven't you? You've got, yeah, well, selfish. I don't think you have to be selfish. I think you just have to be committed to yourself. Like you just need to be, it's a powerful, positive state of of mind. Yeah. Right? It's not selfish, I think. Doesn't selfish come off negative? 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, it does, yeah. I think just be committed to yourself, be committed to who you could become, who you, who you could be in this world. Yeah. And improving yourself as well. Yeah. Yeah. Who, I mean, we don't know what's going to come of that, but it's an exciting, you're going to have an exciting time figuring it out. That's for sure. Yeah. What's it been like for you, Gareth, since you clarity mapped with me? It's been like an, an extremely good journey for me. Um, like my whole personal development journey started about a year ago and it's been a lot of books. It's been podcasts. It's been the clarity map, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm finally coming out on a much, much better and in a much, much better state of mind, but also I feel a lot better in the physical space that I'm in because generally I'm just a lot more happy and content with where I'm currently at, but also I'm a lot clearer due to the clarity map on where I'm going and why I want to go there and why I'm doing what I'm doing on the day to day, on the day to day so that, well, basically how that fits into the wider scope of where I want to go. So yeah, that's helpful for me. Yeah. So would you say it was worth it? Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Awesome. So to round this podcast off, if you had to share to the audience one piece of advice in getting clarity in their life, what would you share? It's tough. the one piece of advice that I would share in getting clarity in your life is a willingness to seek those answers, to, to learn about yourself, to go inside, go in, go in deep, go in with your whole heart. If you have that willingness, unbelievable things can happen. And that clarity, when you discover who you are, why you're here, what you can accomplish, you become unstoppable. You become unshakable. It's incredible what clarity can do in your mindset and in every decision and how you go through your day and the impact you can make in the world. It's it's unbelievable. So just have that willingness, have that willingness. I totally agree. You have to believe in yourself and actually want to improve in order to actually take the next steps into improving. So, to round off and so people actually know who you are and where to find you. Well, yes. you, you can tell them where can people find you? I am at lucycolangelo.com and all over social media. I can be found at Lucy C D O T Lucy C dot. That's my handle. And I'll, of course I will tag them all in the description of this podcast. Thank you, Lucy, for coming on this podcast. And a huge thank you to all of you for listening. Thanks, Gareth. This has been Building from the Bottom podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. And I'll see you all next week. Have a great week.